Oh, hello there. It's been a while. We've missed you. Season 40 is here, and it's gonna be a doozy. Buckle up. Stranded is back. 36 days, 40 castaways, 4 eliminated players, and 1 podcast. This is Stranded in the Aegean Sea, and I'm your host, Pooty. Today we're joined by the players of the pre-Mega Merge. These are all players who were voted out of the game. It looks like we have, well, now five of you guys, but I'm sure some people may pop in, but we'll go from there. From the people that are here now, I see Michelle, who was the first boot of Stranded in Greet. Hello. I also see Mike from Stranded in Rhodes. Folks, how's it going? Sydney from Stranded in Rhodes. Hi. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm We can. Here. You're good. Okay. Uh, Tiffany from Stranded in Rhodes. Hi. And Voce, also from Stranded in Rhodes. You know, your Crete people have disappeared on us, Michelle. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Voce. All right. Um... So I guess let's just start out. You guys have been great in the Lurker's Den, Lurker's Lodge, whatever we call this, the Lurker server. But you kind of, your time was cut short. I'd like to just hear from, I guess we'll start with Michelle, and she's first alphabetically, as well as boot order. <laughs> huh. okay. uh, and you've been one of the Lurker's longest. So how have you been finding the season, even though you it was your time was cut very short? Uh, yeah, well, it's been fun watching. Like, I didn't know what an org was like when you messaged me. So it's been fun at least seeing everything like behind the scenes because yeah, I had no idea how this worked and it's been fun like watching and getting to have all the knowledge that players in the game don't have yet. So I feel kind of fun with that. Like we get to know about the mega merge, but they didn't. So that was fun. Mike, you were booted second, um, but you certainly made a big impression. How has it been for you seeing the players that you played with? A lot of them on your tribe still hanging in there. How's that experience? Sucks because I'm basically a man alone on an island, kind of uh, sitting here watching everybody succeed. And there's there's part of you is like, was I just put on the hardest tribe, or was I really just that psychotic of a player? It's cool at the same time because inherently I'm cheering for the people who I played the game with, like Lindsay and in uh, Haley, and then kind of quietly hoping to see Will get some up like upcomings for backstabbing me. But yeah, it's, it's really cool to see all the people from my tribe dominating. It kind of feels like to me uh, in their respective breakdowns of where the season's gone. I believe up next was Sydney. Sydney, your boot was shocking. I think one of the more chaotic. I mean, I've had a ton of chaotic councils. It's it's been wild, but uh, we were shocked by yours. Yeah, I I mean, I was shocked. I wasn't shocked because everyone started whispering. And I was like, oh, okay, I know what this means. Should have gone idle hunting right then and there. But, you know, it is what it is. And we'll get more detailed on that. But um, just to kind of get everyone's feelings currently, let's go ahead and ask Voce, who I believe was after sydney how has it been for you i I know it's not the most fun thing but i don't know a lot of people love lurking more than they like playing how's this experience been playing versus lurking now uh well it was definitely more fun playing lurking has been fun but uh, actual playing was uh, much more fun than i thought it would be well at least we're glad to hear that and finally tiffany you were the last of these guys in the game i believe at least the ones that are with us now how was it for you? I know you You kind of... I wasn't sure if you were like enjoying the game while you were in it. Uh, it sounds awful, and I'm really sorry, but no. Um, I was not, but I think that 
that's definitely definitely not a reflection on the game or the people in the game. Yeah. I just am in a place right now where in you know in real life where I'm not doing well with not knowing what's sincere and what's not and um just trying to gauge that, trying to gauge what is a legitimate conversation that both people are enjoying or what is just someone trying to create a false sense of security you know so that was a little rough no i totally get that a lot of players prefer the hosting side or the lurking side to actually playing some people get too stressed some people are are anxiety ridden playing it's a mixed bag and really we can't predict what what will happen in the game either i know like mike you were saying the original mausolus tribe was just stacked with players everyone's experience is different and we got to see that especially this season with both games going on at the same time with the same game and yet they had very different results um i'd like to go back to i guess let's start with michelle since you um the only creep member here what did you feel of, about your original tribe and how has it been watching them devolve since, since then? <laughs> well, I mean, at the start, I liked it. I didn't realize, I mean, all the stuff they were talking about, but I liked talking to them. I mean, especially Rachel and Paul, which turns out to have been the mistake. And then watching it, it's been like, I mean, kind of fun, but also kind of frustrating. Probably the most frustrating when I first figured out what was going on, because I was like, damn, really? That? Okay, that sucks. And then just seeing, like, I don't know, I guess, not to, like, blame people for not being as active, but, like, I was so ready to just, like, be on all the time. So I was kind of annoyed, kind of frustrated, but got over it a bit quickly. It's been fun to watch now, though, but, yeah, no loyalty to Zach Gross anymore, so they can can come join. I don't care. They're the only people I met, so when everyone else gets booted, I'm like, I don't know what to say to you. I haven't met you. So I only wanted to see Zachros people come here. Yeah, it's a weird experience in that every time we do these pre-jury, pre-merge, whatever you want to call them, podcasts with the players that were out earlier, it's it's almost like it's cathartic in a way. I don't know. It's a, it, you know, we don't get the jury experience with these earlier boots, so they don't get the chance to yell at these guys. But we get to trash their games while they're <laughs> still there. Uh, yeah. Is there is there anyone from your original tribe that you're rooting for? Um, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, she's so, she was the only one on the, of the outsiders that's still like, there. I guess in terms of like who's also playing a good game from that tribe, Jay is. But like, I mean, just on principle, I don't think I can root for anyone that voted me out. So Rachel's left. Um, I'll bounce around a little bit, but uh, back to Chimeros, because we have three of you guys here. What's that like now seeing each other all here voted out and seeing some of those guys still in the game? A good handful of those guys. I mean, we're all we're all great friends over here, I think. Yeah, there's definitely no hard feelings. Yeah, definitely no hard feelings. Well, that's good. Well, maybe like it, does a feel, little... it does feel like there's a lot of us over here, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mike, to speak to that, a lot of your people are still in the game. <laughs> Sucks. I hate it. It drives me crazy. It, like, just even looking at the way they've all played, everyone's played an awesome game. And it feels like old Mausolus Tribe kind of kickstarted off of my vote. I don't know if other people have seen it that way, but we, we had the first vote that got Vince out, and that was like very 
uh, in the same way we're talking about uh, catharsis, you know, like it was very cathartic for us to kind of get Vince out and be like, oh, we have numbers. And then immediately the next round of votes, I'm just out. But I'm watching everybody playing hard and playing smart. And it feels like that was really kind of the the spark that gave old mausolus uh the ability to run and go on that tear for immunity and now oh, here we are yeah um of the players that are still in who are you rooting for and against from your original tribe actively i mean i'm i'm team halsey for sure you know those two lindsay and hallie were with me from like day one so I want to see them go far. They have that underdog story, which is so much fun to watch and seeing the up and down of Lindsay's emotional state where she's like a high one day and then there's a swap and she's like, I'm on the bottom again and watching her fight. It's amazing because that was definitely a person I wanted to play. And Lindsay and I both saw each other as a, a mutual threat, which is what made it fun to kind of play with her and interact with her. And then on the flip side of that, uh, Tyler, I really love the way Tyler's playing He's playing just this really well-positioned game. He's making the right relationships with the right people. Go, Will, just because it'd be a good, like, fitting end to the Emoji King. You know, he's sane and crazy and got this just everywhere kind of play style. He's working with everyone, which means he's working with no one. So, yeah, it'll be very satisfying to kind of watch him go. And then Carolyn as well. Very, very kind person. But they just are on at weird times and not as active as everyone else. So it doesn't feel like they're contributing to the game in the same kind of ways that the other players on the old Mausolus tribe are right now. Yeah, there are definitely specific characters I want to ask you guys' perspective of um, because we are watching them now and they're batshit. So like we're just entertained by it, but I can't imagine interacting with them and then, you know, what that experience is like. Like, how do you view them uh, one-on-one? Because we're just seeing them all over the board, but I'm sure it's different when you're just talking to that one person. For instance, how do you view Will? (laughs) It's like from here, it just looks like a ton of emojis and we're like, well, I guess one-on-one, like maybe that just comes across really friendly. But when we see it like in confessionals, we're like, oh, God, that's that's so annoying. He's a crazy person, clinically insane. There's there's no other way to describe that person. Um, It's even in like the the one on ones. Like when I was getting blindsided, I kind of knew I was getting blindsided because Will kind of has just like a predetermined script that he'll say to players. Like, I got you 100 percent. And then like the more in danger you are, the more zeros he adds to the end of that number. So like the night I went, it wasn't I was safe 100 percent. I was safe 10,000 percent. He's he's a crazy person, but I love him. He's a crazy person. Well, you know, we purposely cast the crazies in Stranded, so you get used to it. You're amongst good for, good company. <laughs> Will and you alike. Let's go ahead and talk to some of the Chimeros people, because uh, there are several people on that tribe that I would also classify as crazy. I'll start with Brad, <laughs> just because... Wow, he, he's he's playing. Oh yeah, he is. Sure he is. Um, is I'm he? kind of preying on his downfall a little bit. I don't know. I think it's yeah, gonna he's be the only person I'm not cheering for. Yeah, when I was playing with him, I kind of felt the need to tacify him a bit. Um, but I I just thought there's no way he's gonna make it to Jerry. I mean, he's just like unpredictable. And then finding out what I found out about him after leaving the game, I don't know. I just I think he's um he's trying his very best and I don't know how it's going to end up working out for him but it's fun to watch. 
not fun to uh, be a part of, I'll say that. It's not fun to play with him. It's fun to watch him play with other people. Yeah, I'm shocked because there were like four people we cast that all had kind of the same, maybe five, that kind of had the same play style. One was Mike. One was Chris, both of which were out very early. I, I really think Brad was the only one of those, Brad and Dominic, who kind of went the distance or are going the distance we'll see the distance being final 20 uh, <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't know why brad in particular made it through i guess to um you guys had a slew of crazies on that tribe so well, you know, you don't know. forget he was a second away from being voted out so he almost <sighs> left yeah, I really kind of felt like on that tribe in particular, at least from our perspective, Jeannie and Ricard teamed up really early and they were almost a voice of reason amongst like Nasir, Brad, Erica, just to name a few. That's what I the- was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking at one point. I was like, I think that Jeannie and Ricard and me and Tiffany might be the only people who are making sense right now Uh and that's worrying that i remember i said that to multiple people and i was like i don't i don't know if everyone is necessarily on the same level of um cool calm and collectedness that i feel like we should all be on right now (laughs) yeah yeah um voce i i don't voce you were you were okay you kind of had you had the early idol that you found he was a bit squirrely he was a bit squirrely because he had the early he had the first target on him so that's fair that that's a that idol threw everything off for me like i it completely changed everything right since I had that early yeah. target, and then after that, I was just telling lies and just, I don't know, I was just erratic after that. Can yeah. I ask a question about the idol? Go for it. I just wanted to ask, if you get the password and you get in there, do you have to then, like, post and claim the idol, or how does that work? So, what happened was, so yes, so once you get the idol, you have to copy and paste it to one of the uh, hosts. The problem was I found the idol on my phone and I, I just couldn't copy and paste it uh, off my phone. I don't know why. I could do it off my laptop. So because I uh, couldn't copy and paste it, I kind of panicked a bit and I was afraid somebody else would get in there. And I was just kind of trying to copy and paste it. And I accidentally posted in a forum. And oh, uh, no. that is what because I was I was just afraid if I don't uh, copy and paste it to a host, somebody else would be able to get in there. I don't know if that was the case. Could somebody else get in there after that? That's interesting because after like th- that, so basically a clerical error kind of fucked you twice, Voce, because first that time, because we all knew you had the idol, and so automatically you had a target. That was my fault. Then like, again, because you thought, like, yeah, I mean, it's both your fault. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know it was your fault until later. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yes, so that blocking thing, uh, yeah, I went back and it was right before the other tribes tribal council. So yeah, that's probably what happened. But it was just the timing was because you literally said, I'm going to go figure this out. And then I couldn't message you after. And didn't I go go figure it out? Didn't I come back? Uh, well, I went. I, I actually went offline right after, and I only came back like an hour and a half later. So by then, I thought I was unblocked. Yeah, <laughs> block gate. It's interesting yes. because you know, in the game of Survivor, why would you want to block anybody? Because isn't that just like cutting off any possible communication? And why would you want to do that? Well, well I thought it was a bad move on your part. <laughs> I think Jessica has blocked Three? two people. <laughs> I'm not totally sure, but um, people are doing it. So. So you can do it. You can do it. Jessica's just on another planet. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sydney, that that wasn't the reason I voted you out. I actually wanted Brad out that night. I didn't want to vote you out. 
another so, thing I was to say about Brad is Brad could have gone out for both me and Voce, but at the last minute. Yeah, and I wanted that. Just Erica didn't want that. Speaking of speaking of yep. Erica, Erica to us is like a, a kind of an enigma because she's she's a paranoid player, and I think she's reacting off of things other people say or just anything that freaks her out. And a lot of you guys fell victim to that. What was your experience with Erica? Was it someone you thought you could trust or how was that? So for me, 100%, uh, I could trust her until obviously she voted for me. But uh, yeah, I was 100%. I didn't necessarily feel like I could trust her, but I felt like if I continued to have her back, why would she not have mine? I just thought she's smart enough to know what's in her best interest. And so I obviously I knew I was in her best interest for the time being. But you're right. She, she was very squirrely and paranoid about the way she picked up on small social cues. And that fucked me over. So I don't know. I don't know what her end game is necessarily because it's, she seems to be making um, quick decisions, not long yeah. game games. Yeah, I would agree. I don't. Maybe that's benefiting her. I don't know. It has benefited her up to now. Now I did not realize she was quite this paranoid until after I got voted out and I went back and like read her confessionals and all that. Right. I did not know she was that bad. Me neither. Yeah, I definitely underestimated her um, her level of worry because she didn't really convey that to me, at least, or in any of the group chats we were in. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's working for her. She's still in. We're not. Yeah. It's funny because you say she didn't convey to. She actually conveyed it to me once or twice. She's like, "Oh, I feel like uh, I'm on the bottom." When it was absolutely not the case, and I literally thought she was just joking. She was just trying to just say that, you know. But I, I think she actually. She did feel like she was on the bottom for absolutely no reason. Yeah, it's it's a little bit sad, honestly, because me and Voce, you and I both like wanted to keep her in. Like, I think you and I were both her probably her number one allies. But at- yeah, I would have not. I would have never voted for her. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. So yeah. So I mean, exactly. <laughs> and so, and uh, like you were saying with um, Voce's like simple mistakes that kind of spiral in the early game. Sometimes it's just, you know, luck of the draw. I want to go back to Michelle a little bit. Michelle, of the players that are still in, I want to know what it was like interacting with Jessica. Jessica, she was like really nice, like overly sweet. I didn't have like any, not like I have negative thoughts now, but I didn't really have negative thoughts then. Like I didn't realize she was as emotional, I guess as she'd be playing but i think like hers was the most well not confusing like after the fact but the vote when it happened i was so confused because like just before tribal she was like we'd be such good friends in real life i just want to let you know that and i was like oh cool thanks <laughs> and she writes my name down and i'm like oh okay um that was neat and then her vote yeah. was also the one that was like it shouldn't have been in that alliance and i was like who who are we talking about that's not me um it was me apparently oh well yeah jessica's seemingly i'm not sure if she totally gets the game i think it's purely emotion going on but even like some technical aspects of how the game works i'm not sure she fully understands so it's interesting to watch i'm like riveted and like i'm not i go watch probably like yeah i I go back and forth on like rooting for her or rooting against like it's just she's all over the place but i can't stop watching she's so unique i'd love to watch her play and like i remember she told me that she was 
in the casting decision, I don't know how far she got for like season 10 or something of like Survivor. And then, wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so she's got to be so interesting because you don't just, you know, get recruited by Survivor for nothing. So I was so intrigued by her and I still am. So she's probably the most interesting person for me. Not that I'm rooting for her to win, but I think I'm rooting for her to go far just because I want to see her play. Yeah. And we have that. I mean, honestly, when we cast, we we only cast people that are entertaining to us. Like, you know, we're not going to cast game bots, um, although we have some. But those are the ones that we we have to have something else behind it because we get a million 18 year old applications, honestly, that are like males and they usually are discord org players um with not a whole lot of backstory this season we had 18 year old males who had like really interesting backstories so those were some exceptions Uh, but for the most part you know they all have the same kind of application where they want to lay low in the beginning and play hard at the end and you know it's like you you start to see when you get 100 applications you start to see patterns but on strana we try to get a good cross section just like the real show tries to do of the players, I'll stick with Michelle for now. I'm going to bounce back to Mike afterwards. Of the players on Leto, do you feel like you would have gotten along better with that tribe? And if so, who would you have like wanted to team up with, do you think? Um, I think I would have probably. I mean, it's hard to say. I think I would have probably gotten past round one. I guess assuming Libby was still there. It <laughs> sounds like everyone else is active. It's a low bar. Um, <laughs> That's all I can give myself. I would get past round one. I don't know who I'd bond so much with. I feel like I got a similar energy reading Stephanie's talks and confessionals to Rachel. So like maybe. And then, I don't know. I feel like maybe I would have had something to say with James because he was also like a bio student. So I could just talk to him about that. But uh, probably would have been in there. But then, I mean, I guess James and Morgan are also out now. So maybe that wasn't a good read. But oh well. Yeah. Speaking of people who probably wish they were on a different tribe, Mike... I know you had good players on that tribe, but do you feel like you would have fit in better on the other tribe or it would have been like a more because the other tribe had a lot of the huge personalities. And I would say your tribe had a lot of the big game players, although you had Rodney and Will in there. But how would you feel being on the other tribe versus your tribe? Uh, So before I touch that, I just want to jump back to one thing Voce asked about a few minutes ago about if you put a password in after somebody's found the idol, can you get in? Uh, yeah, if you do it two minutes after the person's found the idol, which <laughs> we discovered. We can, we can go back yeah. to that in a bit because uh, my recurring theme this season was getting Charlie Brown away from idols twice. But yeah, we'll touch on that. For your question, Pootie, I I don't know. I, don't, I can't picture myself on that other tribe, but it's just because of how I was playing. I think me right now would have wanted to work with people like Jeannie and Ricard, seeing how far they've gone but it's so hard for me to gauge like if i went in and played it like the psychopath i did on uh mausolus oh man it's it's so tough to say where i would have landed i think like those first two days of me on mausolus and i've had a few hosts tell me this too like i could have logged off for a week and just not played as hard as i did and i would have never even like thought of voting me out i you know what don't listen to those guys they suck (laughs) I'd rather play it the way I did, you know. (laughs) We're we're not encouraging that strategy. But also, I don't know. I don't know, though. I mean, maybe. But also, I, you know, it's such a that's that's not true all the time. It depends on the group. 
and that's that's kind of I it's hard to know the social dynamics over on that side as well as I did over especially even with hindsight I have now plus what I'm seeing from the game overall like I'm happy with the tribe I was placed on because they're they are excelling you know they they have I'm pretty sure they have the majority now in the 20 I'm not sure though off the top of my head but you know somebody threw out the stat where like there was like out of 22 people seven of them were still old mausolus so yeah I'm happy with the tribe I was on it's hard to say though if I would or wouldn't have fit in with all the big personalities I think it might have allowed me to play more in the background and just kind of be like a quietly growing villain as opposed to being just like an outright super villain on mausolus well, I would say like Brad had a very similar gameplay style to you and he gilded on Chimera. So there's, you know, I, I don't, it just depends on the people. Fair enough. Of the people. So I want to know what it was like playing with Rodney. Oh, man. So Rodney, Rodney at Hurts because was uh, and the people have seen my first couple of confessionals about Rodney where I just went right at him. It was a shock to my system. Like everybody else was super chill and really easy to like socially approach. And I think that's where I excelled those first two games was just like making everybody like me and not think too much about me until, you know, I, I picked it up into high gear after Vince found the idol. But Rodney that first night, I was just like, this isn't how you engage people. His, his icebreaker to me was like, what's the most exotic animal you've ever seen? And I was like, <laughs> like, what do you, I don't know. Like usually my icebreaker is like, Oh, Hey, what, you do for a living you know where are you from stuff like that like really simple it's called an icebreaker like Rodney just kicked down the social door and you know between that and in cars 2 on psp it, he was just like this <laughs> crazy like shadow where like if you shone like the light at him he'd disappear and then like you'd turn away and not look at him and he'd be like hey vote nina but by the way i'm not gonna pre-vote peace and just disappear for tribal and you're like who is this guy it, it, like he's like a papa dude yes exactly <laughs> he just he just kind of like pops up and you're like oh my god but yeah it was really easy to kind of disregard and that's kind of the way I, I played it with Rodney especially you know as I moved past day two I realized like oh you know there's other people who could bigger potential first move the first person to be booted from our tribe should have been Rodney if it was Rodney I'd probably made it much further in the game I'm so glad it wasn't though <laughs> it, it made everything better no no you know what there's there's so much like I said my boot out really felt like kicked old mausolus live so it's like uh, you know players like vince who who deserve to go first especially with my post-game interaction with him i feel even more strongly about the fact that i got him out first it worked out the way it was supposed to i keep forgetting that you guys are like fighting still <laughs> no listen what's the beat oh. spell the tea oh god okay so I guess I just got to like cover that, that first couple days on my tribe. So night one, everybody's getting along, but Vince was really like to his chest and guarded. And he kind of rubbed a few people the wrong way because he just, he was too forthcoming enough with like how he felt about people. He didn't want to say anyone's name, nothing, blah, 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 blah. So then night one, an hour into the game, I found an idol, but I didn't. And we can talk about that more later. Basically got it taken away from me. So then I was like bloodthirsty to find the idol. So our idol hunt happened on day two and Vince kind of messaged me while I was looking for the idol and he's like, hey, we should work together. And I didn't want to do that at all. 
So I figured out the idol password and I go to claim the idol and then Vince messages me and he's like, oh man, I think I got it. It's this password. Oh my God, I got it. This is crazy. This is crazy. And then I was like, well, that's weird because I found it like five minutes prior. So then I get a message from one of the hosts while I'm trying to claim it and I get told, nope, you did not get the idol. Someone else claimed it before you. Which meant Vince basically claimed it five minutes prior to what I realized and then tried to play it off like he just found it. So I just went like, okay, this guy's gone. I want him out. I don't like that. I've lost two idols in two days. Now I'm pissed. So end up blindsiding him, whatever. The next day I get booted out of the game and I come into the discord and he is just coming at me. And I have the screenshots because I, I showed my wife the next day and I was like, this guy's just ridiculous. Check this out. He's an idiot. So yeah, I came in and he's like, uh, you know, I hope you choke on a cactus. And then I was like, well, I hope you choke on your unplayed idol. And then we continued to escalate it from there. <laughs> And it basically devolved into like an hour and a half of me just beating down Vince and his ego. Cause he's like, I, I personified him and I think I nailed it. He's like the Call of Duty lobby of people. Like all he was doing was just being like, oh, you, you know, smacking your dick clean off, thinking about getting me out. And just this, all this obscene nonsense where I'm like, dude, are you, are you 10 years old? Like what kind of insults are these? Uh, so yeah, after our fight, he just full on has not returned. So that's, that's a win for me. I mean, not far off from the stranded experience that a lot of people get, to be honest. And then but, they kiss. Yeah. Hey, hey <laughs> yeah. I would love for him to come back because I was like, hey, it's all love for me. I, I did not try to start the fight, but I had no problem ending the fight. We stay in a mess on Stranded. Still good. <laughs> Uh, I guess I want to go down. Uh, Dean, do you have any questions before we go to through like regrets on this? Uh, not this particular second. I can't think of any. I'm chowing down pizza. I'm just listening. So <laughs> perfect. Thanks. You've been so so helpful. <laughs> Let's start again with Michelle. We'll go through everybody. Uh, first of all, would you play again? And if so, what would you do differently? I would. Yeah, I know you don't. Oh, I know you probably wouldn't want to give away your strategy too much uh, on the chance that you might get to play again, but just lessons you might have learned. I would play again. I mean, it's hard to say what I would do different. I feel like I wouldn't do much differently. Like, what did I do? I was online, right? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to play again and be like, haha, I'm going to strategically never log on. Like, I don't know. I was excited to play. I would be excited to play again. So, that would be it. If I find an idol day one, I'm probably just playing it because I'm not, I'm not going through this again. That's all I can say um maybe play the idol yeah yeah, yeah. if i played the yeah that would have been great if i had played it but i wasn't <laughs> like i wasn't going to like no one said anything to yeah me, so you I, had no no uh inkling you were going yeah. so but i think because we got the wrong clue right so i think if i had found it earlier i might have told maybe i would have told someone and like they would have said hey your name because i think rachel might have known or michaela might have known so if i had told one of them then maybe something could have happened but i found it so late and I wasn't going to tell anyone like just before tribal. Yeah. Um, well, you know, shit happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, Mike, would you play again? And if so, what would you do differently? Okay. I'll ask a question to your question first. Would you let me play again? I would. Look, anyone who is passionate about coming back was good the first time, which I would describe most of the pre-jurors, pre-merged, whatever, this season to be um it's a strong possibility so would you come back and 100%. what would you do differently i would definitely like i am eager to come back maybe over eager i would probably demand that you guys give me that idol that i found that first night that's that's the one thing i would do differently because that was crazy and fun and i found an idol in the first hour without any hints and 
created chaos immediately. So yeah, I'd be like, hey, no, give me that idol, even though I know you guys wouldn't. Um, <laughs> other than that, I, no, you know, I'd still kick Vince out first because that guy sucks. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'd probably just not push so hard for my agenda out the gate. But I guess like that's that's the tricky part of it too is I, I, I guess be less of myself in some regard in that way because I very much so have no problem pushing what I want and just being like, hey, we should do this, uh, especially when nobody else wanted to. And yeah, just a little, little more subdued, but still like maybe crank up my villainy and my confessionals like from where they were to 10 times that. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. Um, how's your wife doing? She, she I, Look, I had 40 people so I might be mistaking you with someone else. But she she was pregnant, correct? Uh, still is. It's actually funny because for seven months, I've been predicting today would be the day the baby would come. She's due on April 2nd. So there's part of me that like every couple of minutes, I'm looking at the door just being like, she's going to kick the door and be like, yo, it's on. She is super uncomfortable. She is ready for this thing to get out of her. But no, she's she's good. Everybody's really just excited to have this kid get here. Yeah, we wish you the best. And, you know, if you disappear, we'll assume it's, it's good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are all here one way or another. <laughs> okay, great. Sydney, if you had the chance to play again, would you? And what would you do differently? Um, I don't really think it's a question of what I think I will. And I'm manifesting it. And I'm Love not that. really someone who takes no for an answer. So I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Um, and I don't think I would. I don't know. I was very authentic and true to myself. And um, I'm a bit of an abrasive person. And I'm okay with that. Maybe, maybe I'd break that in but i kind of was thinking i'm not gonna change my myself for it for whatever it is coming maybe i would find an idol i don't know though you know like i think it all depends on the chemistry that you have with the people around you and um i just didn't have good chemistry with a lot of the motherfuckers on Kamira's tribe so <laughs> next time maybe you know what i'm still pretty solid in in my I don't think me getting out was entirely my fault. So I'd like to retry. I will. Sorry, I'm manifesting. I will retry my strategy. If it doesn't work again, it doesn't work. Love that. If I can just jump in too, because it's about Sydney. I don't know why some people didn't like you. I have no idea. You seem like a likable I, person and all that. I don't know if anyone didn't like her. I think she, you know. Tiffany didn't like me. Tiffany didn't like me. At first, and then I think I pretty quickly went back to confessional and said, yeah. I feel so bad about that, blah, 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 because I did. I still do. I'm sorry. It was, it was just our, like one conversation. So it was just something that like I and I have a hard time with online interaction as opposed to in person, because in person you can feel a person's vibe a lot better, like if they're joking or, you know, and I think I just mistook things no. a little so and yeah i felt really bad about it i think i've told everybody it was one of the first things out of my mouth when i got booted was i feel so bad for what i said about sydney and and it wasn't like i don't feel like i said i didn't call you like you know a bitch or anything i didn't think I mean, that way like, about you. we can we can we can start beef like um mike and ben, <laughs> yeah. and mike yeah let's go uh, <laughs> i mean it could be fun but i'm sure i would lose <laughs> They're pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, lose, lose. yeah, that's fine. I have sour taste in people's mouths, but I think I think it becomes an addiction over time. 
Uh, uh, Tiffany, would you play again? And if so, what would you do differently? Um, well, I think I'm probably one of the few that you wouldn't want to see play again. But let's say something bizarre happened, and it did happen. Uh, I would probably embrace the insanity and the paranoia and not be so much myself. It was a weird dynamic for me because I don't know if everyone was honest about their ages, but when, like in the intro thread, some people were the same age as my kids, you know? So it was just weird. And I felt definitely like who, no one wants to talk to their mom or, you know, stuff like that. That's not <laughs> well, I, mean, I, could like, honestly, I have I have a great relationship with my kids. If you play the mom card, Tiff, then everyone tells you their secrets. People love That's being true. vulnerable with their moms. I just felt like, you know, for so long watching, it's like I'm in my 40s. My my youngest kid will be 18 in a few weeks. My older two are in their 20s. It, it just, I, from watching, you know, old school shows like this, everyone looks at the old person as the easy boot, get rid of them. They don't fit in, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's where my head was. And I really, I didn't know anything about this game. I mean, I, I watched Survivor and, I, you know, all that stuff, but I didn't know anything about this. I I'd heard of stuff like this, but I didn't do proper research to see how it goes. And so I think I was just going off of that stereotype. But um, I think the one fun moment I had in the game was when I was embracing paranoia and getting all, you know, into conspiracy theories about Brad's fake idol. That was fun. And there, there were other times, though, where, I mean, you guys watching probably thought I was going in that direction, but I don't feel like I fully jumped into it in those moments like I think my last day right before the tribal where I left I was trying to have a conversation with JD because I felt bad for him because he I felt like he was on the outs with people mm-hmm. wanting to work with him because he hadn't been around and I was trying to talk to him about things he was interested in because that's what I would want someone to do for my son and we were talking about theater I think and I said he said sometimes it sucks or, you know, he doesn't feel great about performances. And I said something like, well, your worst is still better than my best. And he was gone for a little while. And then he came back and he said something like, you're right. And so like, you start to feel the paranoia of, oh, he's probably talking about the game. He's going to flip on me. That's what he's talking about. And like, should I go talk to people to see if I can stop that, if that's where it's going? And then I was like, no, I don't want to stop that. This is rough. I I just can't do this anymore. But I feel like if I embraced all the insanity it would be more fun and yeah i think that's the only way i could do it again i feel like you know your first time too is is such a unique experience and i think when you go into it knowing kind of what is gonna come and you know knowing that you're gonna encounter some crazy people and and, uh (laughs) what that journey is like but also i want to talk about the fact that we had several people that were your age this season. Of course, you didn't get to interact with too many of them. Tyler was 41. Michaela was 41. Jessica's 40. Will is 36, surprisingly, shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, Stranded skews older. I myself am 32, going on 33 very soon. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's I, I could see how you would feel that because that's definitely the case. Uh, for myself personally especially on discord org stay away stay far away because it's all like 18 (laughs) year olds but but um no i think sydney had a good point you know Uh, i think maybe next time embrace that you know well also like i mean i'm like the resident milf hunter so (laughs) 
not afraid and, to be a elf, like own that shit. And look, uh, to that point, Susie's season, Susie, one of our older players, was in a MILF alliance. It was all moms who were older women that had <laughs> children, and they all got together, and one of them won the whole game. So, you know, it's just... Uh, That's really awesome. It's different experiences for different players. And actually, this season, we were supposed to have a, a 67-year-old applied, and I was trying to get a hold of them so hard, uh, but we just couldn't. They've uh, got to know. deal with, like... Um, Social security, probably, and stuff. That's <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but you know, and I actually I had a birthday during the game and I turned 43, and I was kind of hoping I would get voted out on my birthday so I could have a whole rock star moment from Big Brother. <laughs> Iconic, um, yes, yeah. I was I was kind of looking forward to that. Like every tribal, I was planning out okay, this is this will be my last message to them, then I'm out. And I really haven't even lurked a ton because a few times I a few times I did, and people were just saying awful stuff, like not game related, just like personal things and i'm telling you like right now my parents are getting a divorce they're in their 60s my mom has been really awful with it i'm just not in the best frame of mind to take on more stress you know know. i would have done better if i had just said fuck it i don't care and like i said embrace the insanity (laughs) (laughs) yeah Finally, Voce, uh, would you play again? And if so, what would you do differently? Yes, I would play again, for sure. And what I would do differently, that is very easy to answer. I would uh, definitely start less rumors because I had no idea people talk quite so much. So every rumor I started uh, always made it to the ears of the people that it was about. And I just didn't realize people talked quite that much. Oh, yeah. I, I hope you know, Voce. I, we never talked about this. Your whole talk about the All Girls Alliance. I just wanted you to know that. We wouldn't I, have come to the for you. Yeah. I, once again, that was just to get the target off my back. So I started that rumor and then, yeah. Well, that's so much for that. Because, I mean, I, f- I feel like almost all the women got booted. <laughs> pre, pre, yeah, pre well, yeah, no, I mean, it didn't go anywhere. But thanks for the idea. <laughs> thanks for the idea, Voce. Yeah, and, and then I started the group with uh, Sydney, Liana, and Jeannie, I think, to try to put another target on your guys' back. I don't know if it worked or not. Yeah, when you were you the one that started? Sid Lee G? Yes, that was me. Yeah, I don't think that worked because I was just like, y'all, that that wasn't us. And then everyone was like, yeah, that that wasn't us. But it was a it was a good it was a good play. It was a good try. <laughs> yeah. I, I just tried a bunch of different things. Yeah. Well, I I don't have many other questions. Does anyone have anything that they are dying to get off their chests before we start closing this out? You didn't ask us who our winner picks are. Oh yeah, we need to talk about the um the game that's going on currently, the the big merge. Who are your winner picks? Just anyone. I'm all in for Genie. I think it's a very good pick. I think it's a smart pick. I think when I first met them, I was like, oh, I'm going to want to stay like next to this person because they're my winner pick and I'm still in the game. You know? Anybody yeah. else with winner picks? I, I agree. Uh, sorry, just to jump back for a second, too. When you're talking about the 67-year-olds, I, I legitimately believed Rodney was either 12 years old or like 60. So it's just funny you mentioned that. But, yeah, uh, it could go either way. It really could have. I mean, he was saying he his favorite movie was Shark Tale and he was a bartender. And I was like, there's no way. No, for winner picks, I think Jeannie's a good one. Jeannie, Tyler, Ricard, or, or Sharin. I think any one of those four are probably like in a really good spot to win the game and a lot of fun to watch. But I guess there's also something to be said for who do you want to win the game versus who do you think will. Yeah. And do those align? Right. And it sucks when they don't align because like... 
Well, you know, unfortunately, or I guess I don't know, maybe fortunately, a lot of times, you know, the, the understated player uh, has an easier time getting to the end. I don't know about winning, but certainly I don't think anyone who's like so far out ahead has a great shot at winning uh, just because the big target they'll paint on themselves. But I do think Jeannie and, and Tyler have done a good job of managing that um, and, and certainly have like the smarts to get there. Uh, so those are pretty good picks. Yeah, I think Jeannie's a good pick, too. That I didn't really get to know them well enough, but I feel bad that Brad seems to be not doing very well because he was fun. And, Is Brad uh, not doing very well? I don't. It's hard to tell. I, honestly, he's so all over the place. I, I feel I like sometimes really, he's doing really well. I, yeah, I feel like it's been hard to tell if he's doing very well since, like, day one. I think yeah. he's so all over the place that sometimes he is doing well and other times he's not <laughs> you know, yeah i think the shoot. last time i lurked i saw um, on the chat messages i saw someone getting super excited about the idea of blindsiding brad so i guess that's where that idea was coming from and i'm so jealous about blindsides what's <laughs> <laughs> blindside brad i think yeah don't um, we wouldn't you guys like to blindside Brad? Like, wouldn't that just feel really good, like, deep down in your stomach to do? No. Brad was the only one that <laughs> I felt kind of okay joking around with because I'm a smart ass, and not everybody gets my sense of humor, but I felt like he was also a giant smart ass. So I probably was a little more open with him just in that. But I really never, and I've read his confessionals, and he said that I was, like, he was working closely with me. But I never really knew, you know, felt confident that he felt that way. But I'm enjoying what I do see of his gameplay. And the fake idol is hilarious. I, yeah. I think that's fair. Tiffany, did you think the idol was uh, real when you played it? Yeah. And I went into this whole, like, I woke up the next day or two days later, I don't remember. And I had this whole conspiracy theory about, okay, well, if Brad has one and he got it from this, and that means this person might have one and blah, 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 blah. And I went, like, pretty deep into nuttiness. And uh, that was fun, you know, like trying to figure out all that stuff was fun. And then when he messaged me after I laid it out for him and Erica, he messaged me and he's like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, if, if you lied about that, I'm going to kick your ass. And uh, he's like, yeah, it was fake. So blew that. I kind of adore him. I would want to backstab him at the same time. He's so. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's he's he's very entertaining and funny and likable. Silly. Maybe not trusting how he plays, but um, you know, <laughs> I, it would be fun to talk to him. It would probably be fun to play with Brad. I would say. Yeah, I don't know why he decided to work with me because I didn't feel like I had any kind of anything to offer. So I don't know what he was thinking there. Um, so yeah, he might need to reevaluate how he looks for allies yeah. if he ever plays again. But that's it. When it was me or Tiff or Erica, because he was in this other group chat, and then verified it by letting into their group chat by giving us the password. To the I, I was like, what is this benefit? I mean, this is benefiting me, Erica, not benefiting you whatsoever. Right. Yeah, well, I don't question know. Question for Dean. Uh, in one of the tribal councils, I just want to understand what you meant by it. You wrote, press F in chat for your idol. And what exactly <laughs> does that mean? <laughs> I was just being silly. Because That's I mean. read before the game where I listened to the podcasting and you guys said that idols can be found at tribal councils. So I thought maybe that's that was an actual opportunity to find a idol or something. 
No, F F in chat. I didn't. I, I had to learn did this the way too. No, it's it's a meme. I did, but then I also did it in the I chat did. after the tribal council. <laughs> so posting F means like someone died and you're paying respects. Basically, is like a, an internet meme. I it's think like, that's what. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a video game. It's like a gamer version of sending yeah. thoughts and prayers. Did I know that and you guys did? Maybe because I had teenagers. <laughs> I didn't know. But I wanted to try anything. I was like, I'll just try it. That's you know, valid, though. Love that. Yeah, no, Dean's Dean's not the um, me an idol anyway. He's not the good a good source for finding idols, Dean. Don't don't ask him for <laughs> idol advice. I can vouch for that. I was wondering if you guys have a log of I mean I doubt it. That would be a lot, but a log of all the different passwords tried. No, and you're that not the first hilarious. person like every season I get hosts who are like, Can we see a log of who entered passwords? It's not I don't think it's possible. I think because uh, for security reasons, it's just not built that way. But you're not the first person to ask for that. I kind of wish oh, we did. I was writing cause... messages to you in it like, why the fuck is it not this? <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Finally, uh, yeah. Um, any final thoughts on like the way the game is going? It's down to 20. I think so far, for my money, this season's been super entertaining. Um, I mean, obviously, we've had a lot to keep track of, which has yeah. added to there being a lot to talk about. But of, I mean, the players left, I think, are all great. Yeah, I will say that the 40 person thing, like that twist is really cool, but seems like a lot of work for you guys to deal with. Like, I don't know how you're keeping track oh, of 40. We'll never do it again, but uh, <laughs> it was fun for, for 40. Um, I'm sure it kind of sucked for you guys. I don't know. Did it, was it like a, well, I guess I'm uh, like 37th place now, or was it like, well, this is cool. This is like much bigger than I thought it was. Well, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's it kind of sucks because I, I would never get to meet those people. So like, that's a, a completely different game that we're not involved in and we don't really know anything about. So we didn't get to like make the, I don't know, because I can't really root for them because I have no idea who they are. Yeah, yeah I don't know much. Exactly. I don't know much about the other game and I didn't go back to read any of their confessionals or any of that because I'm not connected to them at all. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And it, it makes it a lot harder to keep up with because I don't know the background on the relationships between these people and things that have happened that I wasn't there for. And I think if I were lurking on one of your other seasons, it would be a lot easier for me to keep up and understand and get into it, you know, as far well, that's as fair. I want this person to win or this person's playing so well or whatever. And Brad and Bradley, what were you guys thinking? <laughs> Honestly, as a host, it's hard for me to keep track of. I have no idea what's going on. I just, you know, I show up, I get the highlights from people. We podcast about it, so I get a lot of insight from lurkers and hosts that are more closely watching certain games. So I do recommend the podcasts if you guys haven't checked those out. Those will be helpful. I'm afraid to listen. Yeah, I, lo- I, I did love- listen, but I did skip again over the uh, the other oh, the other, one. the other game. I just skip over those parts. Yeah, I li- just listen to all of the cast. They were really funny. That's my favorite part of it. Just you guys guessing yeah, um- what people's it's going to be i love that yeah sometimes you know sometimes we're like really far off sometimes we're pretty accurate but also it's just you know it's random sometimes we we're not excited about a person and then they come in the game and they like totally take us by surprise yeah. um not what we thought at all so it's just yeah, you, you know. got on the casting sydney 
Erica, even Jeannie, Ricard. Man, they seem like the actual people. I don't know, talking to them. Like it was the casting was spot on, I think. Yeah, we try to match we try to match the personalities a little bit like but sometimes it's just what we think would be entertaining (laughs) you know like what if there's a crazy jessica i don't know you know it's just uh it's random i remember having a conversation like that um so i i'm gonna i guess we'll close it out i don't know this has always been my fun we could listen to you guys talk forever but we do have a game to host, so so I will try to close this out. This has been super fun. This is always my favorite podcast every season we have it, even more so than the reunion because we get to talk to you guys more in depth, whereas a reunion is kind of a free-for-all, hot mess situation. I hope it's been fun. I think this season in particular – the the early boots since there were so many but even if there were only a handful have been incredible it's almost a shame that we didn't get to see more of you guys but um i'm hoping to change that and then you say that to all of your first boots you would think so i don't know i'm pretty brutal i, I would be honest if i, I thought you guys sucked <laughs> no i i really I genuinely think of our early boots uh, the, this season has to be some of the strongest uh, dean you have to agree with that yeah absolutely there's so much good preachers this season compared to the seasons that I've seen and been on, which hasn't been that much. I've only been in Stranded for about like a little over a year and a half, but still like y'all are stacked. Yeah, I mean, even Dean season had a lot of good preachers, but um, this group not like this. No. Yeah, I agree. So no, no smoke being blown. I think you guys really are entertaining and we do have plans for you guys um we can't divulge those just yet but stick around because hopefully um we'll be seeing more of you guys in the near future are you hinting at a at a pre-game pre-jury early boot alliance in a second chances season maybe <laughs> maybe yeah, i don't know okay. <laughs> i Not can't <laughs> Nobody wants to see her play again. When you guys bring people back, do they get a different uh, character? So in Stranded, yes and no. So typically we don't. We give you the same rep and it's open ID. But we do have games now where we will give you a new identity and it's a secret. Australian Stranded, we call it. So we give you a rep from Australian Survivor and it's kind of like a guessing game of who's who. So that's always fun. So the answer is... Uh, we don't know. <laughs> the answer is there is no good answer for that. Yes and no. But I can tell you, we do bring back people very often, more often than the real show, just because we put so much effort into investing in finding good people. Um, and we like to keep those people when we find them. So there's a good chance. If, if you're a different character, are you allowed to reveal to, let's say, somebody else that you feel is uh, the former Sydney? Are you allowed to tell her like that you were the former Boche or something or no? No, if we do an alias, we call it alias. Um, mm-hmm. You're supposed to supposed to hide your identity. I would just ask everybody if they rode kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. Hey, you guys played with some um, some Aussies, so you never know. Uh, we actually had a lot of Australian that. players this season. I know Brad is. I think there were like three or three more. Dean, do you remember? Uh, for what? Like Australian players. Do I know any? Uh, it's, never mind. I, no, I, I know there's another useless. one because I saw a conversation between Brad and someone else. I mean, I, I know Jay is Australian. About it, but... Okay, Jay is oh, yeah, another no, one. There's, there's Laurel was Australian. Brad was Australian. Oh, yeah. And one more. We got one more Aussie on cast. Yeah, we get quite a few. 
I knew Brad was talking to text me in like the middle of the night, like a bar, and then he would be like, "Hey, just woke up." Yeah. Yeah, and he said it in the intro forum. He said, "I'm Australian and I write." And I know Wendell. Wendell is Israeli. I don't know if he's in Canada now. I, no, I he's, he's no, he's full out Israeli. So he's still in. Okay, so he's he, still oh, yeah, in. his sleep schedule's fucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jay is the other Australian. That's what it was. He's very Aussie in his video confessionals. Oh, the Welch King. Oh my King. god! No, he's he's um Nasir is uh I I think he's in like he's in like a Wisconsin Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> like he's not. Yeah, he's he, like <laughs> I, I think he said St. Louis maybe like oh, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, and then yeah. his family is from Welch. Welch. I was yeah. worried about being from Texas if people were going to assume I was a stereotype of, you know, an asshole. I get well, that I'm from Louisiana, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> we get, you know, married to our cousins or whatever people like, <laughs> riding alligators. Uh, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, this has been great. I love all you guys. I hope you guys stick around because we do have hopefully things to keep you uh, entertained and involved. And also, it's just cool to meet new people. So we do a lot of work trying to find interesting people so we like to like to keep them around i think with that i'm going to close this out but for me this has been an incredible experience um we wanted to do something different because i've been doing this a long time and we're just here to challenge ourselves so i think we did it we found 40 really interesting people and uh, the, the goal was to not have any dead weight and i don't think we had much if any this season so i want to thank you guys for all playing and giving it a good go and I, I, unfortunately it didn't end it ended too soon but i think from what we saw we really enjoyed um having you guys play so thank you for giving it your all and um i'm sure we will be seeing you in the future so this has been pooty and i'm gonna sign out bye